You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we have more cricket to talk to you about. It's T20 cricket again. It's England v Pakistan again. It's India v South Africa again. But there's a lot of good themes. You know, I'm sounding weary there. I'm not weary. There's there's a lot of good cricket to talk about. I'm Jack Hope. I like talking about cricket, and I'm joined by Ross. Do you like talking about cricket? Uh, the 300 episodes say uh, <laughs> says I do like talking about cricket. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, nice to nice to see you, Jack. And uh, yeah, welcome to everyone who's uh, watching us on the live stream. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's your favourite episode that we've done? The fa- well, we've got to be one of the Christmas specials. Like okay. Max Rowe Brown, his uh, his lyrical genius is uh, not to be not to be underestimated. Um, and also drinking French seventy five cocktails is also that, good fun. That was pretty heavy going. Um, what was what was that twenty nineteen Christmas special? Um, mm-hmm. There was there's a lot of a lot of gin consumed on that occasion. Um, Ross, two cricket matches we're talking about. We will get mm-hmm. to in a moment. In twenty five seconds ish, can you say the main thing that you want to tell our, our listeners and viewers yeah if you're watching us on youtube right now click the like button click subscribe um go onto twitter or instagram and uh, follow us at the cricket pod um if you want to go um, and get signed up to uh, our patreon it's patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod and get access to our discord channel um welcome to uh, one of the gorilla cricket guys who has uh, signed up this week uh, always get a shout out if you sign up yeah. and uh we are sponsored by the mighty manscaped, aren't we, Jack? The uh, yes, the number one ball shaving apparatus supplier. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about more more about them later. Um, Ross, we've got a question from Rickon to start things off, and then we'll do our summaries, etc. Mm-hmm. Who should be more worried, India about their pathetic bowling, or Pakistan about their atrocious batting order? So, which which who are you going to turn <laughs> the, the shotgun on first? Uh, oh, thanks, Rickon. Um, yeah, nothing like trying to build a podcast where you're attracting Pakistani fans and India fans, and the decisive question kicks us off. Um, I think I think what we saw today was um, uh, in the Pakistan game is the the 
soft underbelly um, that can sometimes exist when you have a top order or a, a top three who continuously hit runs for you. Um, and I think sometimes they go in a little bit undercooked. Um, and you can sometimes see it in tournaments more than uh, any others. But um, I'm not sure it's something to be totally worried about for Pakistan. Um, you're only playing, what, 10 games in a tournament. Um, and actually, the way in which Babar and Rizwan craft their innings, the whole team is based around getting 160 um, to 170. Um, anything more than that is a plus. So um, I'm not too worried about their pathetic <laughs> attempt today. Um, India, bowling-wise, they've got so many options that you'd think the Raoul Dravid and co could figure it out. Um, so again, it's uh, that's more of a selection thing rather than a talent thing. Uh, great. So they're, they're both rubbish. Is, yeah. is <laughs> I thought, I thought I'd done very nicely to put that diplomatically and sit on the fence there. Um, do, do messages in the chat. That was a question from the chat. If you want, I've changed the settings, Ross, I, I could have told you this before, but I'm going to tell you this on, on air. Um, now only people who subscribe can message us in the chat. So <laughs> even if people are going to turn up and, and moan about, um, you know, whatever we have to say, they have to now contribute Describe. to our overall statistics. So that is, that is beautiful. it's a good quid pro quo. It's a good yeah, quid, yeah. quid pro quo. <laughs> um, let's talk, let's do England first. Mm-hmm. They came back, they were three, two down somehow in this series. Uh, they, yeah, they, what, what do they do? They then picked the big boy squad and won quite comfortably. Ross, it ends four, three to England. Um, I'm not really summarized either of the games. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you a question and then, yeah. and then maybe we'll get into the games. It ends four, three, is that a fair reflection of the series? Um, I think these two teams, it's kind of been, yeah, the England B-plus side for, for some of them. We're obviously missing Livingston, um, Butler, and we've rested people throughout. Obviously, Jofra is, is missing as well. Um, and so I think it is probably a fair reflection based, of, based upon what we've seen. Um, yeah, I think England's batting has been pretty decent. Um Again, they're really well balanced. If this team, if there was ten, if it was a ten-game series, I think it would be just as close. I think it's um, two decent teams. I was expecting to go a different way there. I think um, this is the biggest hammering of a four-three that that could have happened. Um, Like I think England, I think Pakistan have been second best by by quite a distance and have been reasonably lucky. Yeah. In in two of the matches, uh, there was the one where they they got two hundred, wasn't there? Where without losing a wicket, mm. you have to say, deserved victory. <laughs> um, <laughs> then there was the the game I'm going to call the Dawson game, where Liam Dawson won the match, and it, it, England decided not to to finish it off. <laughs> and then there was the other one where where England didn't chase 145, and and Pakistan. Uh, I, I don't know if that, I don't know if there was so much luck involved in that. Pakistan did bowl quite well, but they still went into the final over England, requiring only 15 runs with Mo and Ali on strike on 49, I think, or 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably wins that 50 percent of the time. So yeah, I, I, I do get that. But then at the same time, like whether it comes down to luck, and we'll, we'll come on to this, but Pakistan's fielding has been atrocious. In yeah, but that's in that... it, I, I know it's an indictment of how bad they've been, but it's also like. That is, there's an element of luck to fielding, I think, sometimes. Yeah, there is an element of luck to fielding, but there's also, like, there is something they could do about dropping the ball on the floor all the time. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not, it's not like, oh, it's hit his thigh pad and sort of dragged it onto the stumps, is it? It's, it's, it's 
international cricketers not able to catch the ball like a yeah, I get that. I, I do get that. But at the same time, we we, we mentioned um, that England had some injuries, people uh, missing. Like Shaheen Afridi being out for this side, and Shalab Khan big, for big quite miss, a few of the yeah. games have been yeah, big yeah. misses, right? Yeah, that, um, that's that's true. But over the seven matches. That, you know they didn't play, and and so therefore I think I'm justified in saying it was a, it was a it was a yeah, bit of a fine. hammering of a four three win. Fine, fine. I, 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 I'm, yeah, you I'm not def- going to go. You can defend. You can defend Pakistan. I don't mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Pakistan fan. You know this, and uh, I think we've seen some high quality cricket. We've also seen the downfall of Pakistan's approach sometimes, where they come up against a team like England. Um, I think Pakistan's approach of relatively conservative T20 cricket can work um, with the players they've got available to them. But England just are a juggernaut sometimes and you and you can't control it. Um, yeah. Right, how much detail do you want to talk about the two England-Pakistan matches? Because there's two yeah. of them. We can do Friday quite quickly, I think, can't we? If, if you want to, I'm, uh, yeah. We, I was well, going to skip right over it. <laughs> well, on Friday, Pakistan played England, as they have done a lot recently. Um, I, 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 you know, I will say a seven-match series. I've quite enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want them all to be like this, but I think this particular one, uh, England back in Pakistan for the first time in a long time, um, I, I think it deserved a bit more of a, uh, you know, a, a bit of amplification. Um, maybe five matches is the perfect T20 series. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll work that out. We'll, we'll have to ideas workshop that. Uh, Pakistan batted first. They got 169. Um, it was actually reasonably it seemed like a bit of a it seemed like a decent effort um Babar Azam was hitting the ball in the air hit some sixes um it felt like but after we'd seen the the match the couple of nights before where when 145 proved to be a winning score it felt like Pakistan might have another, had enough runs um England got like 90 in the power play Ross yeah um <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't enough runs. This this is the juggernaut that I'm talking about, right? That that England's approach to it, and England have been shown far more intent in the power play, um, which is always great to see because it's more risk high reward, right? Um, But people were criticising Phil Salt, saying, "Do you know what? He's just not good enough at an international level." Was what I was seeing when he failed, I think, twice twice in a row. But then he comes out and does this, and and this is the the selfless nature of opening opening the batting now in, in short format games. Phil sort embodies that. Um, and it was, yeah, I was really, really happy for him. Um, and England have got, well, a good selection headache, is fair to say, at the top of the order. Yeah, 88 in, in no time at all. Uh, Babarazm, 87 or 59. It looked probably better um, than Phil Salt's 88 or 41. But uh, that's a hell of an innings. Um, David Milan, who, who was saying that he basically felt like he couldn't bat anymore, got 26 and looked all right. Then he was out LBW to a P roller. Um, I like that when it happens in international cricket, because it makes me feel connected to the game. It's a bit like when it's windy in golf or something like that. Um, <laughs> or, you know, occasionally when in Europe, when a, a Premier League team has to go away to like Romania and the pitch is terrible and nobody can control the ball. It, it's like, yes, now I, now I see that we are actually playing the same game. Um, <laughs> that was the, the P roller moment. I wanted to get that in. And Duckett, who's relatively quietly had an excellent series, uh, was there to help um, Salt finish it off. England won with 5.3 overs to go. It was a real gun show type mm-hmm. innings. Um, yeah. <laughs> then today, do you want to talk about today? And then we'll talk about themes. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. So um, it's a series decider uh, tied at 3-3. 
um, the World Series, as, uh, as the Americans would call it. Anyway, uh, it was it was a Game 7. It yeah, was. it was Game yeah. 7 World maybe Series. That's, maybe that is the future of, of, of tours. It's seven matches, but you don't play more than when one team goes four up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. So, and I said, when to be fair, this is a big tangent. Um, but when the World Cup happened last year, I was kind of talking about saying that when it comes to the semi-finals and final, it shouldn't just be a one-game wins all in a tournament. I know you yeah. disagreed with that, but I like having a multi-format to kind of say because the variance is too high, right? Maybe three games um, in a tournament and then seven when, in this. But when the IPL is six months long, I'd agree with you. Yeah. While the while it's two and a half or three months. No, nah. and I think for a World Cup, you do want a World Cup final as well. I think there is there not is, three. Like that. Anyway, that's not a big tangent. When you said big tangent there, I thought we were going to have another Billy the Fish moment. Um, but <laughs> we, we managed to swerve that. Carry on. Yeah. Um, and uh, Baba won the toss um, and stuck England in, backing his turquoise boys. They're, they're no longer green, as far as I'm concerned. This is turquoise or teal. Um, is what they're wearing. Um, but sadly for him, his awful fielding set the tone for Pakistan. They were hopeless in the field, like absolutely hopeless. He dropped two catches. Um, and pa- Pakistan's bowlers, Harris, Harris Ralph, impressed. I think it was four overs, not for 24. Um, but again, it just England's batsman was just too much. And Milan in particular, um, with some, a very, very timely kind of what 80-odd um, or 70-odd that he got, um, just ahead of the World Cup, showing why he should be England's number three. Um, England continued their pro-risk approach. Um, they benefited even with the comedy run out of Salt, who uh, pretty much ran a two and just about got out, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, it was just all a bit too much when uh, Chris Wokes, um, with his beautiful face and beautiful bowling, um, got Babar out um, with a very soft dismissal and then uh, Topley uprooted Rizwan. And that was, that was game set and match. Yeah, it was. Here's a, here's a, a sort of a broader strategic question. Do you think England? I, I would I would flip your pro risk comment on its head slightly. I okay. think I think in T Twenty cricket, not trying to play like England is more of a risk than trying to play like England. And and I think in some way that's the narrative of the four three thrashing that I'm that I'm trying to push. <laughs> um, disagree or agree? Um, yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of understand your point. I just think that some teams just don't have the team to no, go true. go for it. That, that um, true. <laughs> and, you, and, and you saw it today with Pakistan's middle order. Like it, it just it can't really fire. People's turning around and saying Asif Ali needs to be facing 25, 30 balls. I just don't think he can face 25, 30 balls. I don't think he's good enough at an international level to do that. Um, is the kind no, of in argument? In fairness, I don't think it is his role either. And, and that's and that's what I mean, right? You you don't. If Babar and Rizwan don't do that in international cricket, and the Sunrisers fans that we could, <laughs> that we go after uh, in this, uh, that is the the trade off, right? Pakistan don't get to buy Dre Russ, they don't get to bring in Double Brevis. They have to deal with um, Mohammed Wasim and whoever else. Shan Masood. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, the, the guy in the middle order, um, his name is escaping me right now. Iftikhar. Um, no, the other, no, the other, um, Dil, Is that his name? Kushdil. Kirstil, yeah. He has had an atrocious series. Um, he, he's hit 60, 63 runs from that position at a strike rate of 110. <laughs> like, like that yeah, just oh, that underlines all of it, right? There's, and, so that, um, and that's why I think a... they, they can't bat like England go for. They just can't risk it. Two things on Kirstil. Kirstil actually probably looking at the PSL is the player that most obviously looks like 
they could potentially solve some of Pakistan's problems. It's a bit of a mouthful, um, but but actually has reasonable domestic stats. Um, the the other thing with Kushtil that I noticed from today's game was that somebody in the crowd had a sign and it was like Kushtil goat, like greatest of all time Kushtil. And I wondered whether maybe goat means something different in Pakistan. Like if people in the chat could let us know whether greatest of all time is is what I see. Lionel Messi, you're Lionel Messi goat. It's in the it's in the name of the 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 video if you're watching on YouTube. We'll talk about a potential goat, Surya Kumar Yadav, in a in a in a in a little, mm. um, or certainly a goat year. Kushtil Shah, I don't think. Well, I don't know what he's the goat at. Like goat at representing this current Pakistan middle order problems. He might be the great goat at that. Um, comments. What do you think? Oh, uh, again, but and, and that's that's the, that's the my argument back, Jack. I think to your your comment. Um, what I did like was the whole chat this week, and I don't want to bring it up because I don't think we should talk about it. Not going to um, talk about the mancad, are you? I'm, I'm going to talk about the mancad okay, okay, uh, because Shadab Khan attempted one on Brook. Yeah, but he wasn't out, was he? And but and that, but that, I enjoyed that. I really wanted it to happen today. Did you see the Twitter thread about this? Uh, the Stokes versus Harshal Bogle. No, no, I, well, I saw that, but like. There's, there was another one by called, called Peter Delapeno, who I think is like the CEO of US cricket or something like that. I might have way overpromoted him there. He might just be a guy. <laughs> he's from he's from the US, he's, I think, and he likes he's, cricket. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, and he did, he's been doing really long threads breaking down games. This is I mean, this is a cricket fan all over. I mean, he's you know, I hope he isn't the CEO of American cricket because this is not what a CEO should be doing. Where <laughs> where Peter Delapeno has been like screenshotting the moment the ball is delivered of loads of what appear to be England games um, in in recent times. And Harry Brook got his own thread of like the 25 times Harry Brook left his crease in his last innings against Pakistan. Right. And um, in the, it, it was like every single ball that, that Brook was at the non-strikers end, he was out of his crease. Um, I, I guess maybe they both saw the thread you know, cricket's quite a small world and it, it got mm. a lot of attention um because brook was in and shadab khan did try the mancad so i think that was i think that was the the, the the backstory there is something to do with um twitter jay slanky says he is a journalist in cricket so that, he, is, yeah. he might not be a ceo but you know <laughs> i'd take the promotion that's what yeah, i'd say yeah. <laughs> That, that, that is fair. US cricket's going places. It feels like we should get him on the show to talk mancats. That's what it feels like. Um, but yeah, uh, the mancat like, special. The mancat special. <laughs> but again, that like you've seen the reaction this week, and I just thought that if an England men's player got got done to the today, it would have blown people's minds, and that would have been one of my favourite moments. I think doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, um, let's talk about the actual cricket, Jack, because okay, okay. Um, batting wise, we talked about there being some selection headaches for England. Out of the people who have opened this series, so Phil Salt, Alex Hales, Will Jacks, um, you obviously got Butler, who genuinely was in like the Owen Morgan role, wasn't he? He was just like, you know what? I'm kind of injured, but I'm just going to chill on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, he was in his yeah. kit. He, he could have played. And yeah. he's just he like, was running out the bib on. He yeah, he's running, running the drinks. out. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, this is, this is me now. Um, I kind of <laughs> like, who, did, who impressed for you? Are you an uh, Alex Hales buyer partnering what? Butler or? Everyone seems to be saying that Alex Hales is going to be the guy who does actually open the batting for England at the World Cup. Um, I think mm-hmm. the, the narrative that seems to have formed is, is around like what they have done in the BBL. Now, in my opinion, 
what people have done in the BBL should be like 10th on a list of criteria. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, Farmers League is probably a little bit strong. Um, there are some good players in the BBL, but I don't think it's, you know, an extremely high quality league. And I don't think that performing well against bowlers that, um, to put it bluntly, have got no chance of being in an international side uh, in the BBL should be um, an indicator, a factor, um, something that helps you get a berth for um, the England. So with that in mind, I, I'd, I'd probably bump Hales down the list and say maybe Salt is the one that goes in with Butler. Um, I, I, I like what you say around Salt. Um being being selfless and, and I think he he gels quite well with Butler as well. Butler tends to be quite a slow starter in T20 cricket um, and then speeds up a lot, particularly after the power play. Uh, and and Salt is the other way around, like gets off the mark very quickly. Um, Ross has disappeared. That's no good. I was going to. I'm, I'm, Ross... I'm, open, I'm opening my door. I'm opening my door in the, in the faint hope that my internet. Could... <laughs> oh, maybe I'll open my door. But well, no, I, I... went a bit slow anyway. Carry on your your point. Yeah, and so what? What about? Um, so I think Will Jacks was there along for a bit of experience. Um, that is Ben Stokes. Could you see him taking that opening berth for England? Because because ha- Harry Brooks not going anywhere. Like that. That is my my view. Harry Brook at number five finishes as England's top run scorer um, at a strike rate of one hundred and sixty three. Um, he looked every bit an international class player over this series. I think he's I there. Were- it's 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 tricky again because then you're you're doing the thing that like a lot of teams get trapped into where you 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 pick your eleven best cricketers but you don't necessarily give them clear role definition. I mm. don't know. I mean, like so there's an argument for Stokes. Well, you know, Stokes Stokes and Butler I think would be a little bit too Rizwan Bavarazam at stages um, to for, for for my liking. I think that England don't need an extra seam bowler, particularly if they're going to pick Curran at number seven. Um, and I think for that reason, the best team probably doesn't have Stokes in it. Would I mind if Stokes played? No, Stokes is like the narrative king of cricket, isn't he? He played like all of the good stuff that happens in cricket. Ben Stokes is involved. Um, have you have you seen the film yet? The Sam Mendes film? I have, yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just watch that and, and it is like, all of the good, all of the memories from cricket recently have got like some Ben Stokes through line. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bit of an okay. England bias to that. A bit of an England bias to that. But like, I, you know, would it be? I, w- I wouldn't be sad if if Stokes played. But I think mm-hmm. Salt might might be the choice. What do you think? Um, I think they're going to want to get him in in the team. I don't, I don't think he gets put in the Stokes. squad. Yeah, I don't think they get put in the squad yeah. um, if he's not going to be in the eleven. I think it's one of those things where they're just like, look, you've already retired from ODI cricket, um, so. He's and he's a clutch player. We 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 are asked on our Discord channel whether we could have a, a uh, an episode ded- dedicated to whether clutch exists or not. Um, but he is a clutch player. Um, I think that's okay. I think England's bowling looked much better with Wokes in um, as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how we line up on that front. I think that that was my final note really on the on the series. We talked about Pakistan a lot on other shows, so they're getting a little bit less talk. This time, I suppose. And, and yeah, Shadab Khan being back in the team makes it a much better team. But if if you don't try and win, um, I've not got that much respect for, 
for what you're doing. Did you and they literally the... didn't try and win. No, did you hear all the co- the commentators today? The Pakistani commentators, the ex-pros, they are not the best in the business. Uh, it's fair to say. I quite enjoyed uh, them. I will, I will but, say, but yeah, carry but, on. But there was a bit where. Uh, where one of them set the turn around and was just like, what they need to do is set themselves to their own target in their head. Don't set it as the match winning total. <laughs> set it for 160 or something and get it your own. I was like, that, that's not how cricket works. You've got to go <laughs> for the proper total. Well, yeah, it, actually, if you if you always play for the total in your head, you could, in theory, win every game, couldn't you? <laughs> but yeah, but it depends if you're going, I'm going to aim for 80. No, you're chasing 200. Well, why aim for 80 when you can aim for five? Anyway, England's bowling. Sorry, I was just right, yeah, England, England's bowling. Um, they started the series, and um, this was this was a big question. I think people were rightly saying that England's bowling might be sort of seventh, eighth best in in T Twenty cricket uh, across across the world. I mean, like letting Pakistan get two hundred and three for none. In that second match, that, that can happen. It's Babar Azam and Rizwan, that can happen. But it, it felt very toothless. Um, it, it, if you throw Mark Wood, Chris Wokes, Topley into the mix, though, suddenly I think they get much closer to the top three or four. I don't know if they're in the top three or four. I think death bowling is still a huge problem for England. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I, like. I, I don't know. Do you know who's going to do it? Topley, you'd assume, might bowl an over, but he's not great. Um, Jordan... They might bring back in. Do you think? To, uh, I think uh, we've talked about this before. Wokes has got a knuckleball now. Um, does that help his cause? Maybe. Or do England just ignore that and, and hope for the best? I, I don't know. What we do know is that it's not going to be Adil Rashid closing out um, as that experiment yeah. failed against Australia. Sure. But I think. Uh, but it, well, Adil Rashid. Then you've got four bowlers plus you've got Moeen and Livy for flexibility. Plus you might also have Stokes. Death bowling still. There's four overs. Where even if you even if you're generous to Topley and say that Topley can be average for two of those, there's still two 12 balls at the death. Where if you haven't taken wickets, England are going to be really vulnerable. Um, and I, I don't know what the the solution to that is, but it does look like they might actually take some wickets earlier now, which is a big mm-hmm. improvement on seven matches ago. Yeah, and, and what I also like to from this whole. Um, expedition to Pakistan. Um, we've actually got come away from it actually with some people with match fitness. There's some people with some confidence in that team, and they're hitting form at the right right point as well. Um, yeah. So I think Matthew Mott and Josh Butler have done a good job, and Moeen Ali is the standing skipper, also done a done a pretty good job. And uh, that four three series win is um, not to be sniffed at. I don't think. Right. We're going to go on and talk about India now, Ross. Mm. But before we do, can you tell everyone about your testicles? Yeah, they are smooth uh, because of Manscaped. Um, I think that's what I uh, normally have to say. Um, if you want uh, one of their wonderful razors, then use our code, um, which is on screen now, but is uh, go to their website at manscaped.com for 20% off using the code CRICKETPOD. Um, and yeah, enjoy your beautiful, smooth testicles. Um, I quite like that. That could become like a catchphrase of yours. What smooth? Is that what you say? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you use this in other conversations? Oh yeah, like you're talking about your testicles, like as you do. Yeah, I'm a big testicle talker. That's uh, yeah. that's what that's what we. That's oh, important well to talk about your balls. Yeah, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need catchphrases. Maybe that's what the podcast mm. is missing. We asked for some ideas and feedback on our Discord. They said you should bring back some of the um, kind of well-known segments on the show, um, and what, then what well-known segments. 
Or, or we should create well-known segments, yeah, should I say. That's um, and then, yeah, catchphrases might be the next thing. We should go full kind of American sitcom on this. We could do that. That's yeah. definitely something to ponder. Uh, we also got a tweet from somebody, um, I should have saved this, who, who said that the problem with our show, like basically it was like, you, what you do is, is really good. But because you don't always say nice things about Virat Kohli, you're never going to grow as much as you should. So what we should do is just say loads of nice things about Virat Kohli. Uh, and that segues quite nicely into today's game mm-hmm. between India and South Africa. India batting first got a hell of a lot of runs and Virat Kohli did get 49 of those runs and did look pretty good, Ross. Um, do you want to explain what happened in, in the cricket match pretty quickly? Um, yeah, I mean, Kale Rahul uh, just, is just toying with everyone. Sometimes it's just, yeah. it's just his world and we are living in it. Um, and then Rohit Sharma kind of w- went back. He regressed. He'd, he'd been showing himself to be... We can't uh, all be good at once. Yeah, yeah, true. But he'd been, he'd been showing serious intent, a big change the way he was playing T20 cricket. He reverted back to type. Um, and unfortunately, he was the one who was the slow coach in this team. Um, Virat Kohli came in, who looks like he's coming back to his best, which is lovely to see. Um, Sky, however, is head and shoulders above nearly, is, or is head and shoulders, I think, above every middle order batter um, in world cricket right now in T20s. Um, and he was cruelly run out by Virat. And yeah, they had obviously DK, who in his prime finishing position, give the guy five balls, give the guy between five and 10 balls, and he's going to get you plenty of runs. Um, South Africa then got off to the worst possible start imaginable as Temba Bavuma thought he was playing test cricket. Um, he got out for a seven-ball duck, um, and how it wasn't very good it? Test cricket then was it? <laughs> yeah, he he uh, his yeah those seven dot balls were like crucial um, ultimately because um, Killer Miller was back in town. Um, and the guy's renaissance, and I, I know he's been okay at T20 international cricket, but uh, being back on the international stage as well as the franchise stage for Miller has been, it's been a, a decent year, other than for Welsh Fire, but no one had a good time for Welsh Fire. Um, he hit a blistering century, um, Quinton de Cock in support, and they just finished a little bit short. They needed, I think it was 37 off the last six. Um, if that was 30, uh, 37 off the last, kind of last 12, with Bavuma getting out first ball, they got a really good chance of winning that. So, um, yeah, it happened. Um, big question marks remain over India's bowling lineup, and I'm sure we'll get into that now. Um, I, I, right. So, first things first. I'm not sure we can lay the blame at Bavuma's feet on this one. <laughs> I feel like when the bowling unit lets the other team score 237 runs, um, yeah, it was an okay track. But like, you know, there were spells where they they just weren't bouncing the ball. <laughs> Just bowling full tosses. I feel like if the bowling unit surrenders 237 runs, um, the batters get a pass on that. Like it's not yeah, ideal. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, in in the chase to to get no runs off the first over and then be out very next ball. Um, I'd I'd say that was sub optimal batting as well. <laughs> but like that is that's that's a strike rate of of 200 that that said that South Africa need to go at for their whole 20 over. Nobody wins that match. Like that's. Yeah, that- that nobody ever wins that match. It was <clears throat> India had won that match at halftime. Um, I think it was it was fun from David Miller and it was fun from Quinton de Kock after he, when he finally got going to to sort of light it up and make it a little bit entertaining. Um, but India probably bowled as bad as they possibly could bowl and and have still won this match very comfortably. Um, and and in my opinion that that has to be at the feet of the the South African bowlers, not 
not Temba Bavuma. Um, the question I think we got asked this on Twitter. The question we'll get to that in a bit. The question of whether Temba Bavuma should be the, the opening batter is different to was it his fault that they lost? And mm-hmm. I, I think you can have a debate on that one. But um, yeah, uh, which Indian batter would you like to talk about? Because they were there's they were they were all quite good. Um, well, let's start with our favourite, Kale Rahul. Kale Rahul. It was a good innings. Really, really good innings. And, and, and this is why it is so frustrating, because this guy has got the talent. He just doesn't doesn't seem to have it upstairs. Like in the, like in this, this is almost like a perfect opening innings. Like This is what he should be doing. This is what he's capable of doing. Um, and it must be so frustrating for the Indian fans to be sitting there going, why can't you try to do this all the time? And we know you're going to fail, and that's okay if you're going to fail, because we've also got Rohit, Virat, Sky, DK, Akshar, whoever else. Um, and it was it's that selflessness in a batting lineup that goes this deep and it has the talent that India does that makes KL Rahul so so frustrating. Um, but yeah, striking at two hundred and three, the guy the guy looked absolutely fantastic today. Um, Virat Kohli, you can talk about him next. Yeah, he he. Um, He's looking. He's looking tidy. He is looking tidy. He's, you know, I think on the last show I was on, um, talked about him going back to playing his conventional cricket shots, and I think it's it's, it's again came out today watching the watching the game, and yeah, he's just he, he's he's back. Coley is back. Um, he's not. Coley is back. I don't think he's going to get to previous god level, Coley, but Coley is back to a position where he deserves a place in this team, uh, which for the last two years or so has been a big question mark on whether he does or not. Right now. Sanju Sampson or Virat Kohli? Sanju Sampson. Okay. So without without a shadow of a doubt for me. <laughs> okay. But, that, but, that's, okay. But, that's, but that's because I'm not an India fan um, and I'm a big Sanju Sampson buyer. I, I like selfless short format players. Um, and when you've got Rohit Sharma, Kale Rahul, um, there's no space for a, another another anchor. Um, okay. Rahul's Next question then. Mm-hmm. Virat or KL? Uh, I'm picking KL... No, I'm not. I'm picking Virat over KL Rahul. Okay. Right. Um, that's, that's a tougher one. Yeah, it is a that's tough, a tough one. one. Purely I, the fact that, I, yeah. I, I, I'm starting to come round. I, I, I think I said after the Afghanistan innings that getting a ton against uh, a demoralised Afghanistan team who went out of the tournament, what were they bombed the night before by Nassim Shah? Um, I, 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 I felt like the circumstances of that meant that there was reasonable doubt about whether he was back or whether he just had came up against the right team on the right day. Mm-hmm. I think since then he's 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 talked the talk against the Aussies and he's done it against South Africa. Um I think he's building a bit more of a body of work that suggests that yeah, Virat Kohli might have moved his game on in some way in this format and and might actually be a little bit more of a threat or that might actually be a threat again because I think for quite a long time he's been not a threat at all um it was atrocious for, for, for quite a long time actually <laughs> um but there's definitely you know there's definitely reasons to be optimistic if you're a big Virat stan yeah. um I did I did wonder sort of I do wonder a little bit what's going on with the South Africa bowling lineup um why why is Wayne Parnell playing any, <laughs> like, any idea I don't I'm not really sure about that um I don't. Where's Shamsi? I mean, presumably there's an injury here, and we just haven't heard about it, or he's having. So a I rest think. Or... So I think. I think it's actually the, the South Africa tactic at the moment. They they they've. Maharaj is kind of obviously left arm bowls more darts. Feel that his matchups is better, um, and they don't think they can put two spinners into this side because they think that Markram's kind of their their kind of second at the moment when when they have to when they don't play two spinners right here. 
Why are they not playing play- the last one? But but why why are they not playing a an attacking wrist spinner? This is what I don't understand. I, don't I, I feel like in in T Twenty cricket, Shamsi is a real asset to your team. I don't know. Maybe they think India have got a lot of right handers. It's not worth it. Um, but, but I mean, yeah. Virat Virat will struggle against Shamsi. Tell you that for free. Uh, so that was odd. Uh, can we talk about? Let, we, you know, we've done that. We've done DK. He was quite good. Uh, let's talk about Surya Kumar Yadav. Ross, I mm. am going to say to you that he might be playing the best this year that anyone ever has in T20 international cricket. That is that's a huge statement. That is a huge okay. statement. Um, but they've got, they've got you have the stats to back up, right? He's the, I think he's the quickest batsman to a thousand T20 international runs. Um, I think he's gone past 50 sixes in a calendar year um, in T20 internationals. I think he's the first player to do that. Um, so, I mean, the, the guy is seeing it like a beach ball at the moment. And well, some more stats. Oh, yes, please. So I've got the list of most runs in the calendar year. And he's he, ever in T20 history. And, uh, you know, obviously this varies a little bit because teams play fewer or more. Um, last year, Rizwan got 1,326 and Babra got 939. So in terms of raw run VAT numbers, they are they are ahead of him. Uh, Rizwan mm. did it at 73, which is a pretty good average as well. Um, albeit he's played four more innings than, than Sky has at this point. Uh, Sky's currently on 793. So that's the third most ever in a calendar year. Average is 41, strike rate of 185. Now I think it's a strike rate of 185, which is kind petrifying. Of it's petrifying. Yeah. Because uh, if you have a look at the list of other people, most runs in a calendar year, um, you are genuinely here. You're looking at a bunch of people who are scoring 45 runs fewer per 100 balls. Um, and, and are they typically opening batsmen? Are they all top three? Well, probably Davy is probably on that list. Rizwan, Baba, Paul Sterling, yeah. Kevin Opener. O'Brien. There's Opener. a few. Max Dowd, Max O'Dowd from the Netherlands. Op- or- Shikha Darwan had a good year in 2018. Yeah, another opener. Yeah, um, another opener. Coley in 2016, batting three. Um, Cooper from the Netherlands. B. Cooper. What's his? Brendan Cooper? I don't know. Cooper. We're going to go for it. Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's someone from ne- Nepal. Uh, Rizwan again. Another opener. Um, mm-hmm. we, can, we can list some more names. Anyway, I went through this list uh, mm. to see whether anybody had a strike rate comparable. And about... I reckon 50th, there's a player from Romania. Um, no, no, sorry, Papua New Guinea. Last year, 446 runs uh, at a strike rate of 202. So it's not too bad, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you, I reckon the quality of player that, that the guy from Papua New Guinea w- w- was playing um, probably doesn't match up. To probably, the- probably about the standard of Wayne Parnell. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's it is ludicrous. It is yeah. it's absolutely preposterous. I mean, like well, if you just look against like baseline T twenty stats, he bats for longer than most people. Averages a dismissal every twenty three balls. The average in T twenty cricket is eighteen, and he strikes at fifty more than the T twenty average of one hundred and thirty five. Like it's it's um, crazy, and he looks fucking sexy as well. This 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 is he's an aesthetically pleasing thing. batsman, isn't he? Yeah, fucking sexy is another way of saying aesthetically <laughs> pleasing. I think it's. Uh, like I don't know, I don't know where you get off aesthetically pleasing. That's not how you talk, is it not? Is it not? So, no. are just, so are we saying that Sky is fucking sexy? I think, we, I think we can say Sky is is fucking fucking sexy and probably having the goat year in T20 mm. eyes. 
I, I, I don't. I can't see an argument for anyone else. Well, well, he's, he's he should beat it this year, right? He's got the World Cup ahead of him. He's got what another game against South Africa as well. So he's been great. And what is also nice is seeing that someone who has carried like the Mumbai Indians team, kind of like and been yeah an ever present thorn in the side, and someone who's been relatively somewhat mismanaged sometimes. It's fair to say. Yeah. Well, like he's only pushed, played. He's only played thirty T twenty eyes. Yeah, like pushed up and down the order, kind of not. Sometimes not really sure in his role, and you're a bit like this guy doesn't care. He just comes out and be like, I'm just going to show everyone how good I am. Yeah. Right. Um. The the flip side from India is that their bowling's rubbish now. Um, like they, they like three months ago they had the best power play bowler in the world, Boovy. They had the best death bowler in the world, Bumrah. They had the best leg spinner in the world, Chahal. And now their best bowler is Deepak Chahar. Like, what, what's happened? Um, no, I'm not knocking Deepak Chahar too much here, but <laughs> that is, it's a substantial shift, paradigm shift that we have, we have seen here. Uh, I, I think, Ross, can you explain? Or what? Give me your best theory. Well, obviously, they, they play an awful lot of cricket, I think it's probably fair to say, and it is taking their toll. And when it comes to pace bowling, um, like we know that Boovy is made out of glass. Um, and... Yeah, unfortunately for him, he carries niggles everywhere he goes. And Bumrah, I think he's got a stress factor in his back. Um, That's what they said, yeah. And then Ganguly was like, Dada was like, no, we we, we can't actually rule out Bumrah from, from the World Cup. But, you know, like I, I will caveat this with I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if you break your back, you don't then bowl at a World Cup two weeks later. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not it one of those unlikely. It does seem unlikely. Um, otherwise, England could have just picked all their good bowlers this year, yeah, couldn't they? they could. <laughs> That's true. If if it is a, a less concerning, if you know, if if a, a a broken back isn't as bad as we thought it was, then um, serious questions do have to be asked about the people managing the England the England bowling stock. Um, carry on. What were you saying? Um, well, I, and, and when it comes to um, some of the others, it happens, right? I think Charhol was being rested um, for this game, and that's okay. And it's, they've got, they've still got players around it. I think it's just quite easy to be an India fan and press the panic button um, sometimes, where things don't quite go your way. Um, but Arshdeepers had a mixed bag since taking the step up to international cricket. I still rate Arshdeep. Um, he's just been on the receiving end of some pretty, pretty brutal hitting. Um, and today, David Miller took a bit of a liking to him, didn't he? Uh, yeah, sixty-two for two. I think Arshdeep is. I think Arshdeep has, by and large, made the transition pretty well. Um, I, I think you know, you've got to remember as well, he's twenty-three. He can have a bad game, mm. but his he's got a bowling average of nineteen, an economy of about eight in international cricket. Um, arguably, he's a bit better than that. Arguably, he you could have a sub-eight economy. Um, the bowling average, I don't think, is a problem. But arguably, he 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 could could be a better defensive bowler. Um, I think Miller. I think today David Miller was just on one, like that. That 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 happens in cricket. It happens a lot in T Twenty cricket that, that mm. somebody is just on one. Um, so so that might explain it. Um, what 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 do you think India will do without Bumrah? Um, so uh, what what are their options? There's one try to replace Bumrah, um, which is very difficult as he's what bowls one in the power play and then three at the death. Kind Something of, like that. Yeah, kind of what he does. Um, not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to do that, no, um, unless they just completely try and repurpose Harshal Patel and Arshdeep's roles. But then you've got two slots in that space. It's quite difficult to do that. Um, 
there is another option of them them trying to back their batting ability and just kind of do try and do what England do um, and kind of back. We've got so many good hitters in this team. Let's try to do that. The issue with that is that I don't think their top order suits that approach. Um, I think I think they are better off trying to you know, build a team around almost like the um, uh, not quite Rajasthan Royals approach. But kind, but kind of just go. We need to get our best bowling unit that can go and get there, but probably go down to bat to number seven instead of batting to what six or five in most cases for Rajasthan Royals. Um, but it's it's a difficult one. It's a very difficult one. I uh, yeah. Um, I think the problem is made a little bit harder for them by Harshal Patel not bowling that well. Although four overs for forty five in this match probably not a bad return. Um, if you look at the the overall scoring right rates, it's not it's not awful. Um, I if I if I were them, I I would probably go Boovy, Arshdeep, Harshal, Chahal as my four bowlers. I don't think there's really any reason to panic. Um, I I still think most of those guys are pretty good. Um, Boomerah is an upgrade on one of them, but I don't. India were never a, a one trick pony or or a one man team. And you got and you got Hardik, right? Hardik is coming in this season, yeah, bowling, bowling eighty-eight miles an hour. Um, and yeah. actually, like the the guy is superhuman. Um, so, if there's a person to replace him, maybe maybe Hardik is the guy who bowls those overs for them. Yeah, um, they. I, I wouldn't be stunned if they played Ashwin instead of Chahal as well. Um, they seem to really like Ashwin, which is understandable. He's pretty good. Uh, and and with Akshay Patel, if Akshay Patel is going to bowl more overs, then having people who can spin the ball in different directions is good. But yeah, they both can bat a bit as well. Yeah, and there's definitely a batting plus to to Ashwin over Chahal. But if if I were them, I would pick the more attacking player, and I'd pick Chahal. Mm-hmm. And um, but I yeah I you know you know in T20 cricket sometimes your bowlers get hit is what I would say, and and they got hit a bit today, but they had the runs on the board. Um, so I I don't know. I think you just sort of say that that shit happens. In the yeah. last match, in the last match, they had South Africa nine for five, so <laughs> it's not that bad, is it? Yeah, <laughs> like, there, there is that reactionary bit to it, though. Like every T Twenty that goes past, people just do not appreciate like the high variance of it. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it, I think on every single show. Just have a little bit of caution, like you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater all the time. Um, big question for me, uh, the, the, my final one that I've got here, Jack, um, on the India front is Rishabh Pant. Does, That's just the question. Does, does, does he get into your best eleven for India? For, for me, he, he's not. He's not in it. Probably not. I think we've sort of talked about this before in um, on some other shows. I, I, I the, the the thing is, he does bat left-handed, and they might think that they need that balance, and they can probably they could probably fit him in because Aksha's developed a little bit of pop to his game and you can slide Hardik down a place and Hardik can, can do the finishing role. I think, I, 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 you know, I, I don't think he's in their best batting. I don't think he's one of their best seven batting options, say, but the left-hander factor, I do think might play a role in their decision-making and they might be right to consider mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like, I think so. we, way back earlier in the show, we, we we talked about how England could get tricked, not tricked, but could end up picking a team that fits in their best seven batters, but doesn't actually put them in roles that necessarily make sense for those seven batters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think India could pick a batting lineup which didn't include Pant, which 
in the over in enough games would actually prove to be worse than the one with Pant in, even though Pant would be replacing a better player. Yeah, and no, I get that's, you. That's T20 cricket. So you see, um, we're, got, so we're picking for the greater good. And that's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think you can make that argument. I think you could drop him and they'd be quite good as well. Um, I think there's a, enough of them are, are, are pretty decent. What he does do is, is make it a little bit harder maybe to find space to bowl left arm spin and leg spin. Um, which is a problem for Coley, is a problem for Rohit, is a bit of a problem for King Legend as well. Um, and isn't actually Surya Kumar Yadav's strong suit either. So he does, mm. he provide, he's a bit of a spin shield to use the, the parlance of the game. Um, and and they, might, they might see value in that. Um, should we do the Twitter questions and then wrap up the show? That sounds great, yeah. Okay, so Samir says, did Bavuma cost South Africa the game? Now I said no to this. What do you think? I'm not. I mean, I'm in the, as much as uh, it's, it's nice to try and find a scapegoat, um, as you say, when your team concedes 237 runs, there's got to be question marks around what's going on. And that, unfortunately, was Rabada and Parnell going around and, and Nokia. And unfortunately, sometimes bowlers have bad days and they come up against incredible batsmen. Uh, Jagan says, uh, after all these series, any predictions on top run scorer and wicket taper, taker at the World Cup? Oh, that is, that is a good question. Um, I think... He suggests King Legend. All right, let's, can we can we have another bet? That's what that's what we need. We need a bet on that one. So suggest your terms for the bet if you think it's going to be King Legend, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll see what I can do. Um, I don't think it'll be any of the players from the four teams that we've seen. I th- uh, I, th- I, th- I think on Australia's home soil is going to be one of the Australians. Unfortunately, I can see I can see Rizwan being top round scorer because they'll just let him bat for as long as he wants there's no pressure on him to, <laughs> to do anything else um is Hales in the squad if Johnny Bairstow returns asked Peter Holt um I mean not I think this is hypothetical because uh, a bit like Max when you break your leg you tend to be out for a while <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can get Dr Ganguly in to, to sort him out <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's too good. Um, yeah, yeah. Hales isn't in. Hales does not get in the squad. I don't think if uh, Johnny Bairstow's around, and that that was proven with the selection early in the summer. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, is Surya Kumar Yadav this is from AG uh, the best T20 batsman in the world? Uh, I think the answer is yes to that. Probably. There's a couple of wild cards if you want to look at it from a more analytical point of view. Tim David might be. Um, he's been pretty pretty good. Um, Trey Russ on his day is still devastating. Devastating. Yeah. yeah. He's just probably having fewer days. He was good yeah. at the IPL though. Um, but I think, you know, in international cricket, certainly what Syria Kumayadav is doing is, is nuts. Um, it's, it's, it's like Dre Russ, but with the runs with, with the consistency, um, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Um, who, this is the other thing we haven't talked about this before, Chintad, and I'm glad we got a reminder of this. Who's the biggest, sneakiest, deadliest snake in cricket? And this is after there was an actual snake on the pitch. Um, did you uh, see this? That, yeah, uh, yeah. It I, came I, I, out of a hole and chased Wayne Parnell around. Um, yeah, much like the uh, much like the Indian batsman, the snake also saw him as lunch. Um, <laughs> Um, the biggest snake in, in in cricket is obviously Salmon Butt. Uh, there's not even a, a shadow of a doubt for that one. Okay. I think that's a fair answer. Um, and I, I think we can probably, oh, that's everything from from the Twitter. I think that, that, that pro- probably brings us to a close. Um, we've got one super chat in from Jitter. 
Rankachari. Uh, Rankachari, who says Siraj must play. Siraj is the other option, isn't it? Chahar makes no sense in Oz. And I think, do they call Siraj up to the reserve squad or something like that um, this week or up for the ODI? Something like that. <clears throat> I saw a picture, I saw a meme of Siraj on a motorbike <laughs> and I thought, this is going to end badly. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe Siraj plays, I don't know. I, I, I think India don't have to pick him. I think you stick with the people who have proven to be quite good in the roles that they're quite good in. Um, Boomer being out is a shame. It's a shame for the tournament. It's a shame for cricket, and it's a bigger shame for India and, and their chances of winning. But um, as nations go, India are unique in that they can find players who will get near to his level sometimes. Yeah, Boomer and, played and, for England and didn't didn't got was out, and it was like, oh well, now we're going to have to play. <laughs> it's, 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 got, it's, got, it's kind of what's <laughs> happened though. We are, like, Joffre Archer is our Boomer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and you've seen the hole that blows into the England team. Um, so, yeah, it would be interesting if um, one of the uh, other young players, like Umran Malik, um, gets called up or something like that, where if they're just such like, you not, know, we might just need pace. And actually, in Australia, Umran Malik could well be a handful. Um, maybe. Right, final question, Ross. We actually got mm-hmm. one in from the, the chat. Um, like and subscribe and everything like that, and we'll end the show here. So make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Um, buy a, a ball trimmer from manscaped.com. Using, using the code CricketPod. Um, join our Patreon. This is all in the show notes. Patreon.com forward slash the CricketPod to get exclusive stuff. We think we might get some free stuff to give away to Patreons. We're not allowed to give it away. We're not allowed to do a raffle. We have to do a competition like a quiz. So we might do a Patreon. We are quiz. good at quizzes. We are, we good, are at good at quizzes. Yeah. So get, get involved there. It's pretty cheap. Um, last question, Ross, mm-hmm. before we go. And this comes from Niche. Yeah. What was your take on the Stokes Bogle? Twitter exchange. Bogle. Um, Who's Bogle? Uh, <laughs> Archer Bogle. <laughs> I think I think Bogle's better. Um, I Archer Bogle. I, I thought it was quite one. It was quite amusing. Um, if I'm perfectly honest, it, it felt like Harshal had sat and had a couple of royal challenges, and it was just like, do you know what? I'm going to make a big point here, and I'm just yeah. going to throw in a load of shit um, as well at the, at the same time, which is great. Um, and then. I don't really understand why Stokes got involved. There, there, there wasn't there wasn't anyone who needed to stand up and it's start not the first time. Yeah, start bringing start bringing, <laughs> start bringing into question kind of British imperialism and colonization or whatever else. Um, and it was just like that. That is the one that you just let go through to the keeper, um, yeah. unfortunately. And uh, yeah, it didn't didn't pan out that way. I don't know. Um, I I, I want to know what Stokes has got to say about geopolitics. <clears throat> Well, he's England captain now. Uh, he's, yeah. he's, got, he's got to have some kind of opinion. I mean, Michael Vaughan's been given one for enough of time, so maybe he feels <laughs> a, there's a void now. Um, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was pretty nuts. The whole I can't believe people are still talking about it a week later. Um, yeah. Even if, I mean, it's... And people are having to, like, come down on a side. Uh, it's, you know, it was out. It's, 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 a, it's a it's a dismissal. Yeah. I, I'm all, I'm all here for it. That, I think we, we are a very pro mocat man yeah. um will run out. Um, yeah. What? So. No, nah, mancad. Um, what What do you think? What do you think about all the people suggesting crazy rule changes? It, it's idiocy, absolute idiocy. Like you just say, just stop trying to make more rules for cricket. One does definitely doesn't need them. It's already <laughs> the least accessible sport there is to man. Um, and the next bit, like, why would you take away that jeopardy and controversy? Like, look, look what looks, what looks what's happened with VAR coming into the Premier League in England. Like, it's been so, it's, it's appalling the way it's set up, um, and it takes away 
the jeopardy. It takes away the consequence and you need that controversy um, to make the sport interesting. Um, cricket is being talked about like all over the place because of the man cad. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It, um, is. it is the best marketing the sport's had for a while. Yeah, I so um, more man cads, more controversy. That's what we want. Cool. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. If you're watching live, thank you for listening. If you haven't been live, but you want to, you, you did join us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> goodbye. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.